Hi, my name is Kirk Hamilton. I'm a practicing physician assistant in nutrition, prevention, and integrative medicine, author, health educator, and host of this show, The Staying Healthy Today Show. Today's show topic is obesity in children, a doable solution. Recently, I was reading an article in the New England Journal of Medicine called Cardiometabolic Risks and Severity of Obesity in Children and Young Adults. And what it, the study basically said was, is that it took over 8,500 children between 3 and 19 years of age who were in the top 15% of being uh, overweight. And they uh, assessed them for what are called cardiometabolic risk factors. These are things that increase the risk to heart disease, being overweight, high blood sugar. And they were cholesterol, a total, an LDL, the bad one supposedly, HDL, the good one, triglycerides is a type of blood fat. They can be harmful. Blood pressure, hemoglobin A1C, which is an average blood sugar over the last three months, three to four months, and fasting blood sugar. And what they found out was that 47% of this group was overweight, 36% were class one obesity, and now we have two more classes of obesity. Class two is 12%, and class Three was 5%, meaning we're going up in the rates of body mass index. Body mass index is a way to screen a population for body fat using height and weight. So the bottom line is we are getting, the children are getting uh, fatter, and uh, we have different categories now. So uh, several months ago, I was at a conference, you know, is there hope? I was at a conference uh, entitled Nutrition in Medicine Cardiovascular Disease in Washington, D.C., and July and August of this year, put on by PCRM.org. And there was one lecture by a professor of pediatrics, Dr. Michael Macknan, um, from the Cleveland Clinic entitled, Plant-Based, No Added Fat, or the American Heart Association Diet's Impact on Cardiovascular Disease Risk in Obese, Hypercholesterolemic Children and Their Parents. And when they say on their parents, the kids who, whatever diet they were on, the American Heart Association diet, which is the traditional diet uh, for prevention of heart disease, and then the plant-based diet, uh, the parent had to do it, which is very interesting. So what they did was they took 30 children between 9 and 18 years of age, and they coupled them with a parent and recorded their body mass index. And these people were in the highest 5% of weight, uh, these children, and they had high cholesterol. And so here was a plant-based diet. Uh, the plant-based diet was whole grains, fruits, vegetables, no added oils, limited nuts or seeds, um, no limitation on the amount of food you can eat, and obviously no animal food. The American Heart Association diet uh, emphasized fruits and vegetables, uh, allowed for healthy fats, uh, such as um, avocados, nuts and seeds, uh, low-fat meats, fish, and low-fat dairy in moderation. And so the American Heart Association diet allows you to have like 30% of the calories from fat, whereas the, the plant-based diet, if you really do it uh, strictly, it's, it's more like 10% or so. Um, and so what happened at the end of this? Well, the plant-based diet had a lower body mass index, um, it had a reduction in body mass index, systolic blood pressure, cholesterol, uh, LDL cholesterol, CRP, which is a test of inflammation in the blood vessel and a risk factor for heart disease, and insulin, which are all good. Um, and the American Heart Association Association diet didn't, those didn't go down. Both the plant-based diet and the American Heart Association diet had reductions in weight, uh, arm circumference, and a enzyme in the blood that we measure that tells you how hot the plaque is, how hot the atherosclerosis is, and if it's ready to, to rupture and cause problems. And so those both went down, um, but the plant-based diet did better. Uh, the American Heart Association diet did do better in reducing weight circumference, which is a significant. And what was interesting is, you know, people say, well, 
Who would want to go on a plant-based diet taste-wise for kids? Well, it turned out the compliance and taste preferences were the same. So putting that all together, here's what I think you can do um, because we nearly need to focus on our children. Uh, this is really the, we're creating illnesses that it's going to be devastating if they continue um, to get the chronic diseases at, at higher rates like diabetes and heart disease that our parents did. So here's some things what we can do. As a parent, shop on the perimeter of the grocery store where you see the whole foods. That keeps you kind of away from the package box canned foods where you have lots of the additives. Um, eat whole foods. In other words, if you can see the whole food, then there's not there's generally nothing wrong with it, especially plant food. I mean, as long as things aren't added to it. I would avoid milk products for food intolerance reasons and also for higher fat reasons and, and, and other reasons. Uh, I would avoid, the biggest thing I think, the most important thing and the hardest thing to avoid is processed carbohydrate for adults, children, anybody. It's, it's the classic thing I deal with every day. Um, and so what does that mean? If you eat a carbohydrate, it's a good food, but eat it in its whole state, starting off with a whole fruit versus a juice. versus And also you want longer carbohydrate, what I mean by that is something that gives you a longer blood sugar release. For example, a whole grain, whole brown rice, whole quinoa, whole uh, oatmeal. Um, those give you those are whole grains. Lentils, peas, and beans are are foods that are, are types of carbohydrates that give you lots of fiber and longer blood sugar, and they give you also resistant starch, which helps you uh, create compounds that help your gut. Um, yams, sweet potatoes, even a whole potato with the skin on it is not a bad food. Um, it's when we put butter and oil and fry it and all those kind of things, we make it a bad food. So eat carbohydrates in their whole state, and then we would avoid things in packages and box and cans that add things to the carbohydrate, like a chip, a cracker, a bread, a donut, um, those kind of things. Um, avoid sweetened beverages. That's huge. Uh, and so even if you're going to break down and have a juice, just make it Sure, it's a whole unprocessed juice, um, but no added uh, sugars. But in general, trying to stay away from sweetened beverages. And I would limit animal food to no more than a palmful a day if you have to. This study, obviously, they did it without. And you got to get kids getting physically active. Not that it loses weight, but it can help build more lean body mass. And it's good for our psyche. It's good for um, energy. And it does create some healthful things in your body. It can lower blood sugar uh, very quickly. And it can help keep weight off. So my name is Kirk Hamilton. Uh, there is hope for uh, our youth and ourselves as far as uh, controlling our weight. Uh, you can sign up for my health letter at stayinghealthytoday.com. You can sign up for my podcast there as well. Um, and we're going to be starting to do some interviews real soon. And if you want to sign up for my uh, healthy living program, you can go to healthylivingforbusypeople.com. And until next time, stay and be well. <music>